The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! <laughs> WWE has always been my home. Seven, will always be six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. You just ooze arrogance. San Antonio. Sit down, shut your mouths while I conduct my business. And the business at hand are the events that transpired a couple weeks ago on Dynamite in Montreal. People wanting to know why Nick's mom smashed the rated R superstar Adam Copeland in the head with my TNT Championship. Now I could sit here and I could explain it to you myself, but why should I do that when she can do it herself? So without further ado, San Antonio, get on your feet and show some respect for Shayna Wayne. Oh, yes! What a gift! Christian Cage's inescapable paternal magnetism! Hold on a minute. I've done it again! This is a woman that not only lost her husband, but also now has lost her son to Christian Cage. She is going to come down here to ringside. Are you kidding me, Nigel? The only thing she's lost is her heart. You're terrible. Absolutely. It's true love. I thought if anyone could have... She loves her son. Okay, she loves her son. Shayna, the floor is yours. Well-deserved booze. Yeah, they have been drinking. You boo me? You boo 
for $40,000 a year. She worked bottom feeding, loser, low-end jobs just to put food on her son's plate to try to make his dream come true of becoming a pro wrestler. And with one swing of that concerto, Adam, you tried to take that whole dream away. And you would think that if anybody would understand their situation, if anybody would have a little empathy for their situation, it would be you, considering you yourself grew up with a single mother that did those same crappy loser jobs to make sure you realized your dream. And now, Adam, there's a small, a very small part of me that wishes your mother was still alive so I could watch her disown you on behalf of all single mothers all over the world. Oh, this is good. Yeah. But Adam, it's about your rage, isn't it, huh? Your anger issues. You've never been able to, to harness your anger properly. And it cost you big time in Montreal, didn't it? Montreal was not a very good night for you. It was a great night for me. Not only did I score the biggest victory in my career and retain my championship, but I scored another way that night. When I walked out of Montreal with my matriarch. When I walked out of Montreal with Mother Wayne. And now that my family is secure, now that my family is complete, I'll address your challenge that you made, Adam. When you challenged me at World's End, for a TNT Championship match and a no disqualification match. Adam, 
I'll accept your invitation for a fight at World's End, but I will not accept it as a challenge because you are no challenge. I've already beaten you. See, now you're realizing what I've told you all along. I am levels above you and everybody else in this business. I stand on the mountaintop as the very best in this sport. And at world's end, on behalf of your mother and all the single mothers all over the world, I am gonna take you behind the shed and put you down in Long Island for the last time. Looks like we have a no disqualification TNT title match coming up next Saturday at World's End. It will be Adam Copeland and the champion Christian Cage one more time. Mine to 
next year come I try to see the same thing They got us brainwashed up And when you find it ain't no Santa Christmas Still mean a lot Cause it's the time to get together And give all you got You got food, good moods And what's better than together with your people Where wishes, give a toast by the tree It's Merry Christmas on the ceiling, Jack Frost chilling, pinch the Grinch for being a holiday villain, season's greetings, all the proceedings are brought to you by the church house where we'll be eating, chestnuts roasting on the open fire, singing my jingle, where is Chris Kringle, I didn't cop and I ain't even shout, I even stayed in the house when the homies tried to sneak me out, now all I want for Christmas is my 6 foot Chevrolet, and a granddaughter for her grandmother Beverly. Ain't that something? Uh-huh. Nah, ain't that nothing? How was Christmas time? And my rhymes steady bumping. Everybody happy, happy. Hair still nappy. Gonna steal a gift for my old grandpappy. Catch me giving out turkeys at the church house. Don't try to work me. Just stand in line and everything gonna be fine. Holla at your folks, boys. Going down. Ain't no helps from no elves. Just a dog pan. And we passing our gifts. Blazing up splits, Christmas on the road. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Santa Claus. It's coming straight. Christmas Eve, I believe. 76 was the year. Girls and boys full of joy with the season cheer. Smell us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the season beatings edition of the Collision Review. But. After the collision, we sift through the wreckage. The wreckage, the indeed. Wreckage. I love that. The wreckage. And as you heard, I am your host, Jimmy T. That is the vet, Jamie Williams. And we're back, vet, for the wreckage. And unfortunately for us, Chris is on holidays already, dude. What's going on? Man, privileged Canadians. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. speaking of privileged... I mean, he was sucking up the good old US of A's backside <laughs> this past mm-hmm. Wednesday on the skirmish. It was actually quite funny, man. But um, yeah, he's, he's loving Tennessee, life in Florida. He's in Florida. Yeah. He's just taking a world well, tour. And then he and then he gets uh, he has to he has to mansplain to me that Canada's big when I asked him if he'd ever been to <laughs> one certain venue. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's, that's very good. But in saying that, I just want to say Merry Christmas to everybody from all of us here at ChannelAttitude.com and at Hamid Media Group. And hopefully not everyone is getting too drunk. Well, obviously not now. It's too early. But, Vet, I mean, it is Christmas Eve for you. It is Christmas for me. Um, did you get anything? Do you know of... I mean, did you spoil yourself at least? Well, that's all classified information, Jimmy. <laughs> uh, know anything about the goings on over at the West Coast installation? But uh, but yeah, Merry Christmas uh, in the future over there. Um, yeah, it is Christmas, and, uh, but Merry I don't Christmas exist. Everyone, huh? What? Oh, you don't? Yeah, you don't exist. But just like yeah. <laughs> for anybody that's in that time zone, perhaps Japan. I don't know. Merry Christmas to somebody over there. Um, but yeah. Um, well, actually, Merry Christmas to everybody that's going to be joining us today. Anybody that's listening, you're you're listening right now. This is probably like maybe a week from now, and you're you're just <laughs> catching up on the 
on the audio only version perhaps merry christmas to you and uh or whatever holiday you like uh, uh merry that holiday to you too <laughs> i'm glad you say merry christmas actually and shout out to zane by the way you know the master and ruler of the world and merry christmas to you bro just quietly um but anyway i mean christmas man it, uh, look you get to eat a lot i already eat enough as it is <laughs> but it's just another year down man for us but you know what we're still here giving you all the content you want here at hubby media group and at channelattitude.com so hey man there's no days off for us right man especially you dude that's right unwrap this <laughs> hey. down wave um down there <laughs> there you go <laughs> that exists um <laughs> So yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I I, um, I like to help out where I can. You know, uh, I don't mind. It's not that hard. Uh, listening to some podcasts out there. Not that I would listen to these type of podcasts, but it seems like other people make it seem like it's very hard uh, to do a show. But for me, it's easy enough to just sit and talk wrestling with you guys, and I have a lot of fun doing that. So um, it's really no problem. Uh, no, that's awesome. I don't mind Chris taking a vacation from his own show. You know, why, why, why should, why should, why shouldn't he? Oh um, shit! I mean, come wait. on, two weeks, bro, two weeks. Come on, Chris, you're slacking off, dude. Well, that's okay. Now, if he I'm takes joking, a man. two-week vacation and then goes on a fifty-week streak, that's fine. Well, you know, it's funny actually, but he doesn't get back till sometime in January. So who knows? We could go for the trifecta next week, but oh, there's a good possibility, yeah. Uh, well, anyway, we are here to talk uh, wrestling, and I guess Saturday night was a good night for a fight. I mean, I don't know about that. Look, before we do get into uh, collision and sift through the wreckage, is there any news we need to uh, touch on? It's been kind of a slow last couple of days, other than a few signings. Um, or re-signing shall it, I say. any new any new presidents recently new presidents hey, um, hear about, hear oh about yeah yeah Hiroshi Tanahashi yes from, in New Japan we did touch on that actually yesterday on the smack attack yeah I mean that's great news but the thing I'm I, I mean not that I'm worried about it because it is sort of due but does this mean that Tanahashi now is going to pretty much retire I mean, surely he's not going to be still, you know, doing his thing in the ring. And also being the president of uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. But more importantly, do you think he's he's good for this sort of position? I mean, the last I remember, I don't remember anyone being in this sort of position since Antonio Inoki, really. That was a wrestler. Hmm. I don't know because I don't really know what a president of New Japan does. Is this like a wow. gimmick president like Jack Tunney or <laughs> like does he really have things to do? Or is this just the person that they want to use as like the face of the company and the spokesperson? Um, if that's the case, then maybe this would be the first time because the last two guys that they've had as president, it's not like they were anybody that, you know, like one guy gets, one guy gets awkwardly hugged by tony khan and the guy before him is like some dutch toy company oh, magnet. 
Yeah. Like, yeah, like, so I don't really know what the job entails. Um, I don't know if, so I don't really know if, if Tanahashi is a gimmick president, but, uh, it's, it's nice anyway, just, just to see that. He's also currently, uh, one of the never six man tag team champions. So he, he hasn't retired yet. He still has a belt and he is the president right now. So, so technically he's not retired yet, but he is the president and he is a wrestler with a championship. Well, maybe it is a Jack Tunney sort of situation. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, but the way New Japan... Well, look, officially, they haven't announced him officially. And what I mean by that, I'm pretty sure from what I read, it's on the 26th when they're going to actually unveil him to the general public. Well, they're going to have... A, I think they're going to have a press conference and talk about Right, that's right. But he's but his his active duties are starting immediately. So he's already been the president for like a day or whatever it's been. Well, since you're in the future, maybe two or three days. Well, Japan's also in the future, you know. So, I mean, we've, I mean, the time difference between us and Japan is only one hour, dude. So, I mean, you know, it's not not actually too far from me. But in saying that, you got me wondering though, Vet, because now I'm starting to think: Is it a really a Jack Tunney sort of situation? Is it all gimmick? I don't think it is because they're making kind of a big deal about it, but what does this entail for him is quite interesting. Like you said, he's still, what, the six-man never open weight champion or one one third of a, of a championship, whatever. I mean, these never bouts need to already just go away. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, why do they even still keep these damn belts? I don't know. You don't want to admit that an idea was... A failure, yeah. perhaps? And that's what people don't realize. Never was supposed to be a new promotion. Another promotion. And that's what those bouts were created for. But it well, never here's, really took here's off. Why, here's why it makes sense. You know, in New Japan, everybody's broken up into their own factions, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a kind of a thing that... I mean, it's not like there's never been factions in the United States or Europe or Mexico, any of the other places. Like, of course there's been factions, but like everybody in New Japan belongs to a faction. So it, it sort of functions as like a sports team. Yeah. Like you have a league with teams and the teams play each other, right? Usually, right? Absolutely. So most of the matches that they do, cause they don't do like a traditional television show. They don't do like a show like Monday Night Raw, for example, with skits <laughs> no. and, you know shit like that it's just they just do live events and they you can watch the live events on their streaming service right um some live events are bigger than others obviously but essentially what counts as a tv show over there is the same way we would have like a recap show over here that showed matches or basically it's kind of like what they show on access tv where they pick a couple of good matches so the people from in japan watching the television the weekly television show only see certain matches right they don't even see all the matches right the point i'm getting to is most of those cards are tag team bouts singles matches are very rare in new japan as you know so if everybody's kind of on a sports team and every match is sort of a tag match having a six-man tag team championship would be kind of like my idea would be every single live event the main event should be a six-man title match right 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, why not? You're gonna, you're probably gonna have a six man anyway, or an eight man, yeah. or a ten man, or something. <laughs> so, right. if you're just going on tour all around Japan, those people that bought a ticket, they can get a championship match in the main event. So whoever's the six man champion should be like the workhorse team to put on those good main events against three other good guys. Um, but they don't really do that for some reason. And I've never really understood. It could be very exciting. And the match they had with, uh, they just recently had um, the other day, uh, it was the, the champions are Tanahashi, like we said, Okada and uh, Ishii, right? So they defended against the United Empire team. Um, yeah. And they had a, you know, they had a nice, exciting match. So it, it's, it's not like, there's no point to the belts. It's just that New Japan is not taking advantage of what they have. I, I think that's a better way to look at it. And I think every promotion around the world has their strengths and weaknesses. Um, but that's definitely one of their weaknesses is their tag team division, their six-man tag team division, and kind of just organizational. It just kind of seems like everything's a little bit thrown together. They have people that are teaming up together out of faction. Like, why do you need to do that? Yeah. Everybody has a faction, so why do you need to split them up or or mix and match? You know, it's I don't really know what they're doing, and 2023 is the worst year that the companies had entertainment-wise. Um, since I've been watching, I yeah. think Sonata is not really doing it for me as a champion. I, I think he's kind of out of his Sonata. league in that regard. And even if he wasn't, Jeez. they're barely doing anything with him anyway. Like he doesn't feel like they're not treating him like a champion. They're just they just put the Whoa. belt on him and then bury him in the middle of the card somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Like how many times he defended it against who? Were any of those matches memorable? Like. It, it's has he really he hasn't defended it much it feels like actually now that i think about it like two times and one of them was well, jungle also one of them what <laughs> he did he did it, oh yeah Wasn't yeah it? forbidden door right jesus yeah. i forgot about that man i mean yes look sonata's always had this issue man he looks like a million bucks but he's just he's as boring as a freaking doorknob you, you know what i mean like he just i can't like He's missing something. You know what I mean? He, he's got everything else down pat. He can wrestle. He's got the look. But he's just so bland. There's nothing to him. You know what I mean? There's no substance to Sonata, which is a well, shame. They took, away, I, they took away all the stuff that he did have. Like, he used to have the cool masks. He used to have the mohawks. I was going to say, that's when he gear, was cool. And then he turned into, like, a generic, you know, every, like, like a more, you know, um universal i guess type of boring character you know like He's what just... they think a main eventer should be uh, instead of just what he was and honestly i can't stand this new version of the iwgp world heavyweight championship too to be honest i just don't like it man it just i don't know it doesn't do it for me but yeah look like you said new japan in 2023 has probably been the worst year but to be honest vent it's been getting gradually worse and worse since what 2019 when you think about it every company suffered when that uh, well yeah you know, when you yeah. know well, that one yeah. thing Sorry. happened yeah yeah the pants the pants <laughs> yeah you know you know that thing that happened everybody sucked for a while there think about that that was it. like 
You know, AEW certainly got derailed when that happened because they had barely just got started and they lost whatever momentum they would have had. So WWE completely dropped the ball on that, you know. Um, But I don't think anybody handled it well. No, no one did, but that's fair enough also. I mean, you can't blame them. No one was familiar with what was going on and how to handle it. But in Japan particularly... I mean, you couldn't even cheer, but that's what I miss about Jay White being in Japan. Do you remember when he'd tell the, he'd, mm-hmm. he'd get so much, he'd be like, come on, cheer, cheer. Why aren't you cheering? And yeah, everyone's all scared to like, to cheer because he, I remember, man, he was getting people thrown out of the arena for actually cheering. <laughs> so, I mean, if that's not heat, I don't know what is, man. And unfortunately, a lot of guys are leaving japan suddenly and are coming to you know north america right and that that's really gonna hurt him dude and it has i feel like we're back to new japan in uh 2005 ish say 2004 Mm. like it kind of feels eerily similar to that time but it is what it is and yes we're not here to talk new japan but we did talk new japan for a good 17 minutes well it's it is somewhat related because you know like you said, a lot of guys are think about leaving and testing the waters elsewhere. Will Osprey going to be a dynamite guy, a collision guy? You Is know, he going to be a dynamite guy and collision guy? Yeah, maybe. You know, like I would, I would make him do everything. If I'm going to pay him a big <laughs> salary, um, so yeah, Go so on, you're going to see that, and <laughs> yeah. you're going to see guys like. You're, you're going to see women probably wanting to bounce from. Oh, yeah, can the chat hear me, by the way? Vet, we lost you there, man, for a moment. I don't know if that was me. I don't know if that was you. Yeah, I don't but, know. But yeah, I didn't hear the last bit, man. <laughs> so if you want to repeat yourself, please do, because I, oh, I totally just said I just said people are jumping ship from there. There's there's. You know, Kyrie just left stardom. Other people are, you know, Julia's talking about, hey, what else is out there? You know, Okada's open to entertaining offers, supposedly. So that that's not the behaviors of people that are happy with where they're at. Um, So there you go. Zane Vish is saying in the chat, he'll be the face of Rampage. <laughs> Come on, bro. Then there again, Orange Cassidy's the new face of uh, Rampage, it seems. But anyway... Um, you know what? Do you think Kazuchika Okada has a good chance of actually signing with WWE? I'd love to see it. I won't lie. As long as WWE treat him with respect, and I'm pretty sure Triple H would. As long as he's the rainmaker, dude. I mean, I don't want to hear him call. I don't want them to call him, say, for example, the 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 water drainer, fucking like Dadaka Kukara. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like some stupid like that. I doubt they would do that though. And I'm hoping if he does sign with WWE, he's the Rainmaker entrance and everything, man. I mean, obviously he would have a different sort of theme song, but tell me that wouldn't be a huge deal. But would the fans know who he is? Because in Japan, dude, he's a rock star. As a matter of fact, he's even he's married to a famous model over there, an actress. They're pretty much like a power couple over there in in Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, uh, it would be interesting to see for sure. He'll be all right no matter what happens. 
Uh, because the guy knows how to get over and he's one of the few guys whose reputation (laughs) precedes him so for sure man and uh sonic the hedge sonic the hedge rat says he's gonna be the jew maker not Mm -hmm. jew with a j but with a d like mountain dew the -hmm. dew maker can you imagine that Mm -hmm. i mean or could he be the mentos fresh maker i mean (laughs) (laughs) yeah well there you go why not Anyway, um, other than all that, and we did speak about Tanahashi Vet, is there anything else we need to touch on? I don't know. You tell me, brother. I don't, well, according to John, now I, I never saw any reports, so I'm not sure, but uh, it seems Rey Mysterio has signed another new contract, as well as uh, Dominic Mysterio and Charlotte Flair and Bailey. It was interesting. It's a good faith thing to sign Charlotte, seeing as how she just had a horrific injury. Yeah, so I mean that, that's she, pretty nice of them. Well, I mean, she's gonna be gone. Or I mean, there's talk that she won't be back till no shit 2025, dude. I doubt it, but sure, why not? Well, is that she, who's who's saying that? Experts. Well, experts no, I wouldn't call Twitter. them experts. <laughs> no, I was actually listening. Have you heard of Don Tony and Kevin Castle? Experts on Twitter? <laughs> no, really, they get a lot of shit right, believe it or not, man. Honestly, they really do. But I can see why, if you have heard of him, you probably don't like They're real wise guy, Italian New Yorkers, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, they're, they're a lot older than us, too. But uh, anyway. Still, like Retro Rocket Review says, Bionic Char. Oh, God. Anyway, Vet, I think it's time to sift through the wreckage. And I'm not yeah. going to lie to you, Vet. Uh, as as good as the first match was, and I don't agree with that, but people thought it was one of the best bangers, according to Twitter. But to me, this match sucked for many reasons, and it was predictable. I knew going into this match that either one of them ain't going to get the pinfall and we do get the draw. But please, Vet, I'm going to leave it to you. So tell us what happened and let's sift through this damn wreckage, dude. All right, let's do it in record time. Let's do it. Uh, Let's try. So did I now did the show start off with promos or or no? No, I don't don't recall promos, dude. Actually, I don't. Funny enough. I don't think they did. No. which is no, odd. it just goes it goes right into Brian and Claudio, you know. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of a it's an important match for these guys, uh, but Brian's in with a win or a draw, right? So Yeah, I guess um, either way. Yeah, they had a match though, but I'll be honest, uh, I wasn't really paying attention. I was trying to eat a salad and I didn't <laughs> only glanced at it a few times. Um, <laughs> oh shit. It sounded well, honestly, okay. Oh, dude if you weren't paying attention, let me ask you a question then. How do you think this match went, honestly? Like, just by listening to it. It seemed like pretty 50-50. To me, it seemed all like Castagnoli. And then, you know, for a minute you thought Danielson might get the win, but it didn't happen. I felt like Castagnoli actually dominated this match, but uh, didn't get the win. Yeah, and... Hmm. Oddly enough, I don't know if you paid attention at the end of the match, but he was sitting there, like, literally, like, uh, meditating after he lost. Whatever. Cool. What's up with that? I didn't see that. 
<laughs> Thank God. You I did thought he was just he staring was off into space because he lost. I didn't think he was meditating. He literally started doing this, man, and oh. mumbling. Yeah, for real, man. And I'm just like, what the hell is this shit? But anyway, yeah, big deal. This is obvious anyway that Danielson was going to go through. But I guess since they're buds, you know, apparently this makes Cesaro, sorry, Costagnoli look somewhat protected. But to me, it don't protect shit. Hmm. I guess you know what I was wondering cuz cuz honestly who cares about this match right like we we pretty much knew uh from the start at least most people probably guessed that this whole thing was set up for Danielson to at least get far in it if not win the whole thing right Oh so, 100%. So it wasn't like he wasn't going to make it right but I just started thinking like what are the odds that this whole that the whole like um like the eye thing is a work mm. has anybody thought about that no shit dude i was thinking that because by now there's a lot of fishy shit going on with with danielson for example was it last week or the week before where people were reporting that you know he was injured again that seemed like that was total bullshit like completely and this orbital thing, I mean, shouldn't it be recovered by now, dude? Well, I don't and, know, but and I'm just saying, all, like, if you if he was ever hurt, how would you know? You wouldn't. You don't. I mean, I haven't seen his his eye. Did he really even have surgery? I think this is all set up, like you said, you know, to get the sympathy, the baby face sympathy, and win the whole damn thing. Even you know what I mean? Mm. And and if that's the case, it doesn't impress me. Even if they, if he somehow worked everybody, it still doesn't impress me because I don't like, look, I get it. There's times where you can play the injury, right? But people worry about Danielson already, dude, as it is because of his history of concussions and whatnot, his neck issues. And to play up on that, I think that would leave a lot of people sort of, you know, with a bad taste in their mouth. Only if they don't find out. Well, yeah, there's that too. Yeah. Well, you honestly, you might be onto something, dude. But again, I'm not accusing him of anything. I'm just, no. I was just wondering out loud. So, <laughs> Richard Rock is saying he's ripping off. Um, well, before I get to that, it's cold blooded. Saying I think that'd make him wear a mask if he was truly still injured. Yeah, it's true. Especially breaking an orbital bone. I mean, you would wear a mask. I mean, you'd yeah. wear that clear damn, like what Cody used to wear in WWE. And, right. um, yeah. And, uh, Retro said Daniel's ripping off a blind Rey Mysterio. That was bad. Eye I mean. for an eye. <laughs> I remember that stupidity. Um, yeah. Yeah. Zane, I saw his eye on dynamite. I, that don't mean it was, he suffered a broken Orwell bone. That just means he could have gotten, you know, busted open somewhere. So I don't know. Maybe he just did. Maybe he did. I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering about it. I was just wondering. That's all. Well, it occurred to, to me because that was nothing about the match itself was that interesting to me. I told you multiple times. I don't enjoy watching Brian Danielson matches anymore. I don't enjoy watching Claudio Casanoli matches anymore. And so I kind of checked out. So I, then that's when my brain started wandering and I'm thinking like, Hey, what if this whole uh, orbital bone thing's a work? 
I mean, there's a good chance. But according to Liz, though, there were stitches above his eye, which is where he was bleeding from. Did you actually so? see that, Liz? Were they proper stitches? Well, it doesn't I mean, matter. Even if they are, even if it's real stitches, right, that it could, could have been, been just a cut. a cut. Right, exactly. So I don't know. Spot on. But, but I mean, knows? is there any way of finding out somehow? No. Like, if, uh, you can't look up, like, oh, no, don't worry. It's a dumb thing I was going to ask because it's dumb. So forget what I was going to say. I'm not even going to go there. But um, I don't know, man. Make, make, make Brian's medical records public now. Yeah, that's why I said it was dumb because you can't do yeah. that, obviously. But um, it'd be interesting if, if someone, you know, knows the truth. But like you said, we probably won't even know. But if it is a work, and according to Scott Woodford, it is a work. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pro wrestling, right? I mean, you can never doubt it. I mean, that's well, because the because this is the thing I've been saying. Like everything in wrestling is so fake, and they keep trying different ways to like fool the people now. So I I, I just don't know. Like I, I it just as a as a wrestler, I will always be suspicious of right. it being a work because I think be. what I might do. You know, like right. if I was in that position, like what would I do? I'd be like, well, hey guys, what if we said. <laughs> I had an orbital bone injury, right? And now I get to wear an eye patch, right? Like, and I'll win everything. <laughs> yeah, and I I beat everybody's ass. And you give me the belt. Yeah, yeah, th- that's exactly what I would do. I'd campaign uh, for myself to go over. But, but yeah, so so it's just uh, it's just something shit. to think about. That's all. Uh, you know, like I said, not accusing anybody. I was just munching my salad and wondering about it. Um. <laughs> And then well, so we get some what? No, no, just one more thing I wanted to touch on about that. The thing is, dude, with his history of injuries and concussions, well, he shouldn't be wrestling if he did actually break an orbital bone. He shouldn't be. Like, yeah, so you wonder that that's another that's another curious thing where it's like, did they just are they using that because they know everybody's gonna think that. Right. And they're gonna exactly. play up on it, right? Like they're 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 misdirecting people, I think. You know, like I they're agree. hiding in hiding in plain sight, misdirection, whatever it is. Like, oh, everybody's going to believe that I get injured all the time. So if we just exactly. tell them, you know, yeah, yeah, well, no, interesting. just think about it, guys. Just think about it. Um, think about these gold league promos. We got those quick, like little promos from, you know, all of our gold league uh, winners from last uh, this week, which is very interesting. It was weird, you know. I kind of didn't like the way they booked the finishes there. I would have rather done a thing where instead of turning it into a three-way, they worked it out somehow. So where like... Sudden death? Well, no, more like um, something happens at the end that Jay White steals it from one of the guys. Like like maybe because Swerve... Who did Swerve wrestle that night? Roosh? Yes, it was Rush. Is that yeah. who it was? And he it went over, Rush. right? He did, but that so match then, was ridiculous. In, so in, then, in if the he, so then if he uh, got a tie or something instead of a win, then that might have made it more interesting. That way, it would have came down to like a, it would have been between Moxley and Jay White, right? But then um, they would have had to yeah. have another match back to back. So that would have been lame. I don't know. Whatever. They should have they should have booked the whole thing differently. But whatever. It's fine. Um we'll see what they do, but uh interesting enough uh over there and then um 
we get the uh, Action Martins versus the Acclaimed in a trios championship match. Mm-hmm. Guess yeah. who won? <laughs> oh, wow. You didn't mean daddy ass. I mean, Jesus Christ, man. Again, this match lost me, bro. Uh, was there any tags going on? There was not. Even the, the moves were so petty in this match. Especially, I, I noticed the Andretti's, or sorry, Andretti, and the the two brothers that remind me of Kid and Play from House Party for some reason. I mean, don't they give you that vibe? The Kid and Play vibe? <laughs> well, Play was much darker complected than... Right, but you, one of them's lighter than the other, though, so technically, you know what I mean? That's why I think of them as Kid and Play. I don't know, they just give me those vibes. But anyway, my point is, did you notice those three kids were literally going soft on... Uh, Billy Gunn, for whatever reason, I guess it's his age and whatnot. Billy just was... The way he was selling just made me sick in this match. I don't know, dude. It just felt a whole... I don't know. This match sucked to me, dude. Hey, Billy Gunn's a 70-year-old man, all right? You got to take it easy on him. He's, on, basi- he's basically now where Mae Young was back in the Attitude <laughs> Era, okay? He's got to be careful with him. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's actually interesting. But um, no, I mean... It was going to go the way it was going to go. And, uh, yeah, maybe Daddy Ass is the devil cold-blooded in the chat. Wouldn't that be funny? I mean, literally, I'd be laughing because of how stupid that would be. But uh, I don't know, man. What do you think, Vent? I think I was still eating my salad. I didn't know if these guys had a good match or not. I wasn't really well, paying attention. Sorry. There was no tags. Everyone was fucking, you know, just doing their thing, man. And we get a... Was there a tight? I didn't see the tights actually get uh, grabbed, but apparently that's how the acclaimed one. Thanks so to Max Caster. So the champions can't just go over on these guys with a clean win. I guess not, because uh, these kids are the future of the <laughs> the trios championships. Actually, vent. What do you What do you think of uh, what do you, Well, I know we letter grades at the end, but. Uh, what letter grade do you want to give Max Caster's rap this week? It was all right, actually, dude. Um, I'll give it a solid B. Actually, it made me laugh. A B? You thought you didn't think the break 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 a leg line was in poor taste for the? That was great, dude. I loved it, man. <laughs> it was in poor taste. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but that's why he got a B for broken. I mean, come on. <laughs> i mean is he lying <laughs> is he well, lying it says though a minus yeah well hey it's up there i mean you could i wouldn't be mad if people gave it an a minus put it that way a plus a i don't know <laughs> hey there you go a for acclaimed okay um all right well they won all right so uh we got a special message from hook i didn't mind this okay you know why? Because it's hooked. It's the, Anything hooked does because is it's perfect. Hooked. But he also, didn't have a bag just, of chips, unfortunately. But thank other than God. that, it was good. Oh, Come on, no. dude. Oh. Come on, Vet. You know, you and you and I both know. So I know many flavors, though. I know, but you, you know what? A new at one least, every week, you know. <laughs> but at least he actually spoke more words than ever before. That's what I liked about this. Sure, he needs a lot of work when it comes to his promo game. And, you know, now he's real tough because he's straight up New York badass. You know what I mean? You don't want to fuck around with Hook in New York. Unfortunately, though, it's in Long Island, 
not the Red Hook section of Brooklyn, but I yeah, digress. At least it's New York. <laughs> right, at least it's still New York. But it's at New least York it's State. not like New Jersey or something. <laughs> True. Uh, but you know what? Jersey's probably closer to New York City than actually Long Island is. Mm. Well, I mean, you know, pretty close. I mean, when you think about it, right? I mean, shit. Well, where's where's the New York experts when we need them? What's Big Ray doing? Probably have Christmas with Ray? his family. <laughs> he can put a stop to that and jump on here and explain. True, uh, he should. No excuses. But anyway, we go from that, which is you know, hook is always going to be one of my orders, right? Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna order a hook if I can get one. Um, <laughs> and then it goes right from that into Brian Cage versus Keith Lee. Woo, uh, Keith Lee. He's another Keith one of my Lee. orders. Dude, I'm sorry, but he needs a bra at this point. Seriously. What are you talking about? The he, chest is he, the he... smallest thing on him. That's the problem. <laughs> he needs to really get on the bench more. Oh, on the bench, you think? Yeah. Dude, he's putting on weight savagely, man. I don't know. Every time I see him, he's, he's gaining that extra pound every time, man. I, I'm just saying. Well, regardless of his appearance... Uh, <laughs> this was still Brian Cage versus Keith Lee. So, it was meat, a lot of meat. What do you want? What do you want to say about it? Sounds like you weren't that uh, impressed. Uh, I mean, it was all right. I mean, it, the thing that that doesn't impress me either. One of these, you know, who impressed me the most? Prince Nana, when he got excited, started doing his dance, and you know, that makes me laugh because he just looks like a goofball doing it. But it's a funny goofball. But in in truth, either one of these dudes. First of all, why weren't they in the Continental Classic? One, two. Who cares who won this match? Why were they even wrestling? Well, because last week Keith Lee spoke to Brian Cage. Did he? And I guess I Tony something? Khan saw that. And decided oh. to make a match based on it. Oh, well. Hey, you well, guys talk to each other backstage? All right. Next week. <laughs> on on Collision. Live on Collision. <laughs> yeah, Seven days from tonight. <laughs> Keith, you got time to get ready. <laughs> Color your hair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, man, he doesn't, Tony Khan really doesn't know what to do with big guys. But it, I mean, it's official. It was official a long time ago, but truly tell me one guy that he knows how to book that's over six feet tall i mean warlow continues to talk shit because what's so good and why would i want to get behind I'm, I'm sorry for bringing up warlow but i have to point this out because i want to know your thought why would you back somebody like a warlow where all he does is talk shit dude every week i want to get max but he does nothing he does absolutely nothing. What do you mean? He comes out, he does this, then he power bombs a guy, and then he goes wow. back. That's cool. Tough guy. I mean, shit. I just, I can't, like, I don't know, man. I, I just don't like the fact that Tony booking this shit, he, he doesn't know what to do, man. Just. Oh, man, he needs okay, to well, bar himself. Let's 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 just let's just rewind back to your question. Uh, he doesn't know how to book anybody over six feet. Does he know how to book anybody under six feet? Does it matter? 
Um, it doesn't well, matter. Does it? No. Oh, sorry. Alicat, my bad. Right. It it's doesn't true. matter. He, we're not going to get a good... You're not going to get logic. It's it, it makes sense to him. Okay? If you need... But but the thing is, like, you could say, people... This is this is kind of the AEW loop. Okay? Yeah. Here's a, what a happens. They right. put some... Well, look, follow me along on this loop. AEW <laughs> put something on TV. Everybody's like, why did he do that? Then the next week, they do something based on that. And people are saying, why are they doing that? And then if somebody explains to them, oh, this is why they did that, then they say, oh, well, that's stupid anyway. So it's not like he can win even when he does stuff that does make sense. People just don't like it. They just, they just, this is just, this is how people are. They're not going to accept anything he does, or they're going to accept everything he does. Neither one is correct. You have to be able to have a critical eye for the things that need criticism. Um, this thing with Keith Lee has been leading back to Swerve Strickland, which, as you'll see, because why he hits the... again? Okay, see, that's my point, Chat. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Jimmy just said why, even though <laughs> he should have but... known by the end of this segment, they told him why, and he still doesn't know why now. Because yeah, you just want to complain, Jimmy. I know, I know. Jimmy, well, you just want to complain. You're just not happy unless you're complaining, bro. I get it. You like the WWE, okay? I get it. <laughs> oh, don't. They're don't doing do big, money, big money, big oh, money, big gates no. now. They're coming to Australia. You're trying to hype them up. You know, <laughs> you're going to be at the no. live event, you know? <laughs> wow. You want them to give you some free swag when you get there? VIP I mean, treatment, no, you know? Absolutely. Why All not? Right. I mean, they should. No, but really. Oh, look. I'll give up. Please continue. Just give up. Just give up. I'll give up. I, I have to give up. Unlike myself. Brian Danielson, who did not give up. He held on he... and got a draw. Um, so, <sighs> yeah, look. So, so Keith Lee wins the match. All right. And then he gets on the mic. And, oh, yeah, at some point they tried to use a cinder block in the match. Well, what does that have to do mm -hmm. with anything? Well, the cinder block, he said, in the, the promo... He said that's what put him out for two months when Swerve broke a cinder block on him. So yeah, when he's saying I'm coming, I'm coming back for him, he's talking about Swerve Strickland. Who's aligned with Swerve Strickland? Brian Cage and the Mogul Embassy and Prince Nana. And he had and he had the cinder block. So yes, why is he going back to Swerve? Because he hasn't got a chance to get revenge for getting hit with a cinder block. So <laughs> It doesn't really matter if you find that entertaining. It is following a story thread. It doesn't matter. It, it, I'm not saying it's Wait, good. Did they put a bookmark in the, in it. Is that what happened? They put a bookmark and then they came back to it. They they remembered the, you know. There could be reasons why they did it, but <laughs> is that really the problem? Is that the problem of the show? Well, is that here's the problem? He said, and you just said it that this was the reason why he was out for two months. Problem is, he was wrestling other guys in Ring of Honor. Oh, Keith Lee? Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Fucking, oh my God. His former tag team partner, bro. What's his name? I forgot now. I've gone blank. Uh, Shane fucking, um, was it Shane? Oh. Shane Taylor. Shane Taylor, yeah. Yeah, what but he wasn't, wrestling? he never wrestled. Keith Lee really wasn't wrestling in Ring of Honor. Shane Taylor was working an angle in Ring of Honor to get to Keith Lee. Wait, they never so had the match? They had the match. Yeah. But what but I don't understand what you're not understanding. <laughs> he 
he goes, he's out for two months. He comes back and Shane Taylor's calling him out. Oh, so, so he he's was like, actually out for two months, apparently. Well, whatever, whatever he was. So if Shane Taylor called him out and he goes to address the guy that's calling him out and now he's going back to swerve, he's got an unfinished business with swerve. Okay. And he also said brick by brick instead of block by block. Yeah, I guess, you know, it's not the block saying. by blocks, not the saying this isn't Legoland. <laughs> so could be du yeah. duplex land for, you know, yeah, I get it. Oh, look, I get it. You don't like Keith Lee. He's not on your menu. No, That's fine. no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. I do like Keith Lee, as a matter of fact. But when, he, when you get booked continuously, like, like a nobody, eventually I'm going to get sick and tired. It's like Dolph Ziggler, right? I mean, everybody used to love Dolph Ziggler at one point, and then WWE no, managed to. <laughs> I mean, come on. At one stage, he was pretty over, man. I mean, no, remember when he cashed Dolph in? Ziggler was never over. Whatever the case when he got the briefcase and cashed it in against alberto del rio on that raw after mania everyone was elated that he won right but WWE be managed to bring him down so low to the point that even the fans are like you know what fuck this guy you know what i mean and that's all it takes dude you keep booking someone continuously like that Wardlow's another one i was a fan of of Wardlow. now i can't stand the guy and it's not his fault right it's i guess tk's fault for bringing this low to the point where why should I care? You know what I mean? Even in a you know, even if it was a la carte, I still I just can't take him seriously, dude. I can't. So like, wait. Just... So so wait. So let me let me understand this. First of all, they fucked Wardlow up out of the gate. They already fucked him up. Right. Like, way Especially way before he, he ever MJ. way before he ever started power bombing people, they already fucked him oh, up. Oh, long before that. Yeah, of course. I agree. Yeah. Then they tried to rehabilitate him and then people started talking about him like he just debuted. I was like, Did you not remember when he lost to Cody for no reason? Or any of those other times they would just put him in the way of, of something with MJF? Like when someone was trying to get to MJF, he had they had to beat Wardlow first. Like nobody nobody remembers that. So but anyway what's the difference i mean if you already know it's going nowhere and nothing's going anywhere with any of these people then i don't think you're really understanding the 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 a la carte you know method. i'm trying bro i'm trying i, I really because if because because it if frustrates me if he comes out and he power bombs somebody like four times why is he over back when he did it the first time but now if he does it it's the exact same thing and now it's not over i mean he's because still walking out him. it's the same guy power bombing the same people the same amount of times but now you're That's just deciding that you don't like tony khan more than you did back then I'll so i fucking hate tony khan bro <laughs> so it's not so now it's Straight not good up. even though it's the same thing oh uh, man i can't stand that little peep squeak dude i just can't can't I, I don't know man like he really needs to get a spanking bro i mean like anyway Someone needs to teach this guy, like, how to... Just... He's stubborn, dude. That's my problem. Get someone that knows pro wrestling and, and just... Because, look, apparently at the start of AEW's life, right, supposedly people say it was Kenny and the Bucks that were mainly booking the show, right? Supposedly. But then T... And Cody, sorry, right? And then TK came along and had a little fucking... I, I assume a hissy fit. He said, ah... Oh, guys, I'll take over the booking from here. You know, and then he starts doing it, and now it's just, it's a mess. You know what I mean? We got Continental Noodle Championships, whatever's going on.
feels like a a breakfast in bed type of deal. I mean, I, I don't even know what this continental shit is. W what is it? Like, I don't even know if if there's still going to be a Ring of Honor World Championship. I'm still confused on that too. They haven't actually explained properly if these three belts combine as one or... I don't know, bro. I'm confused. I guess, I guess my point, though, I guess my point of this argument is you're not going to be satisfied with any answer. Because there's really no answer to this shit. Like, straight up. Right. I mean, so that's why I'm saying that's what the a la carte comes in. I know. There is no answer I, I gotta, for you. you like... You're not going to be happy. Even when I explained to you the Keith Lee storyline, you still didn't care. So it's like, okay, so why are you complaining? It doesn't matter to you. Maybe, right. maybe, maybe reviewing wrestling is just, it's just not for you anymore. Um, so I don't know. Well, I mean, shit. What's well, AW more so than anything? Remember, I'm WWE. Oh, that's so right. You, you got it. Yeah. Right. You got the in with the WWE, right? Still, so. No, but, but for maybe, real, we drop, been... maybe we could, we could drop this show off the schedule. Sorry, Chris, you weren't around for your show. Nah. Um, Anyway, no, look, forget, forget it. This can, this move on because all it does is frustrate me, dude. And yeah, I can go on and on about it. Well, are you frustrated with uh, the timeless Tony Storm and her cohorts, Mariah May and uh, Why Butler, Butler um, Luther? Uh, first of all, Luther is hitting it out the park. I'll give him that. All right, just, just be honest. I mean, compared to what Finally, he was, who just stands there and says nothing. That was the role for him all along. <laughs> That's don't that's, wrestle, don't talk, stand there and do nothing. That's hey, that's he gets paid, vet. At least he still mm -hmm. gets paid. Mm -hmm. But in all seriousness, I am a little lost. They're fucking ribbing us. These two girls, particularly, are ribbing us. I brought this up last week, vet, and I'm going to bring it up again. Mariah May is talking like she's from Australia, all right, <laughs> which is blowing my mind. And Tony Storm is trying to act all English. Have you noticed they're ribbing everybody? I'm telling you, dude. Why is Mariah May, who's from England, and no, I don't care what anybody says, this, the accents aren't actually that similar, right? There are some parts of England that might sound kind of similar, but technically it's not. The point is, she's does she not sound Australian right now, Mariah May? I, I don't know. I'm I know. To, to you, it's probably, the same, it's probably the same shit, but... For real, man, it's frustrating me because it's either a rib or why the hell are they doing? Why are they swapping accents? We're like, what's going on here? Mm. Yeah. Anyway, where what, is what this you, leading what do you to? Want me to? What do you want me to say about uh, that? I'm, I got well, okay. Oh, I'll tell you like why, this. Jimmy, because see, back in the back in the early days of pro wrestling, the Welch family used to do this <laughs> gimmick where they would switch accents. Some of them would sound like they were from Tennessee, and other ones, I don't fucking know. Uh, like, well, those Americans playing Russians for crying out loud. And, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, or Zukov was one, yeah. Um, uh, and there's remember, another one. remember when, um. Remember when they had a uh, Crusher Khrushchev? Like it was Barry Darso being Crusher Khrushchev, <laughs> yeah. and he didn't even he didn't even attempt a Russian accent in the slightest. Uh, he just came well, on and did he? his like Minnesota accent promo. Like he didn't even fucking try. It was hilarious. Oh, well, I mean, look how many gimmicks he's had over the years, though. Too man. I mean, he was a Repo yeah. Man at one stage. He mm. was smashing with with Demolition. Mm. I mean. Jesus Christ. No, thank you, Aaron Ben Shlomo. And shalom to him, by the way. Uh, he says, Jimmy, British accent and Australian accent are nothing alike. 
They'll be like comparing Bin and the vet on looks. I know who comes out on the good end of that deal. <laughs> Yalla to that. But anyway, yeah, I'm frustrated because let's be honest, okay? Me and Chris have spoken about this. I'm not sure if you and I have or the three of us have, but is the Tony Storm character, like, do, do we like it because everything on this in this company is that bad that we actually like what Tony Storm is doing? But in reality, it sucks. Oh, it's bad. Thank you. Um, but I, I just, but like I described it, uh, it's it's just that it's somebody doing the best job at something that's a bad idea. Do you like there's nothing it, wrong with what she's doing. It's just right. that the idea is bad. So it's really hard to enjoy fully for me. But other people enjoy it because, well, quite frankly, people don't know what's good anymore. Sorry to say see see the problem and that's my point like i truly think it sucks but we kind of dug it because everything else is just is way worse like yeah this company look and also what's the end game with this character dude i feel like there's no real long life with this character you can't really she can't do this for another year put it that way you, you just can't this character won't work in progressing for too much longer i just don't see it dude <laughs> yeah and then what's the way out of it that's what i'm trying to say that's what i'm asking like what's the end game like how do you get out of this i don't know there is there's really no end really no end game but uh well that's that's aw in a nutshell they yeah. truly don't know how to freaking progress with anything dude they really don't man and it's a real issue. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of people that have that issue. Hey, speaking of which, Christian's out there in the ring. Um, this is great. He calls out. He calls out. Uh, <laughs> this is awesome. Shayna Wayne. Like it, it really, th that name is funny. Like Shayna. I mean, it sounds. Dude, yeah, continue. You ever watch uh, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? There's that character that John Hamm plays called the Reverend Wayne Gary Wayne. It sounds just <laughs> what? like this the Reverend Wayne Gary Wayne. Yeah, Reverend Wayne Gary Wayne. You, you, if you've seen it, it's on Netflix. Uh, okay, now yeah, seen so it, so that's obviously ridiculous. But hearing Shayna Wayne just sounds ridiculous too. Like, yeah, but her name though, Shayna. I mean, how like. Oh man, it just sounds almost, um, I don't want to say it, but you know what, dude, I'm going to say this. She cuts a better promo, no shit, than 90% of the women in AEW, bro, straight up. She was like a pro. She took that heat like nothing, bro. It didn't even make her flinch. She didn't even choke. I felt she'd done pretty well. I'm not saying it was good content and what in what she said. But her her expressions and just the way she rode the heat, it didn't make her flinch, dude. She she was like a pro. You are gonna boo a mother. Yeah, that was brilliant, dude. How dare they tell her to shut the fuck up? She was helping her son. I mean, what's wrong with these people? Okay, God. so all right, got it. So as we're keeping a tally, that's that's gonna be a hold the Keith Lee for Jimmy, but. An extra uh -huh. Shayna Wayne. Got it. Okay, you ordered Shayna Wayne. Um, hey, 
Tell me I thought, this, I thought this whole fucking thing shit the bed. I hate this really? angle. I hate everybody in it. Wow. Um, I, I I retroactively like Christian less now because he's part of this because he agreed to be in it. Um, okay, he just says generic stuff, and all they're going to do is have another wrestling match, which they've already had, and I didn't care then. Yeah. And I don't care true. now. So that's why I said. I like speaking of not progressing man. anything. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Well, a la carte would be. Christian was going to say something that was very borderline uh, disrespectful and offensive, and they didn't really do that this time. He they just didn't. he just he just suggested that he had sex with this this yeah, waitress. That was funny. Yeah, forty grand a year to be a waitress. Uh, hey, that's well, that's got to be including bad. tips. Okay, well, if it's including tips, then that's <laughs> she, different. <laughs> she ain't getting tips on top of forty grand. Uh, where she, where's she waitressing? Beverly Hills. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, wait, they are from California, aren't they? The Waynes. I thought they were from. Where like, are they Washington from? Or whatever. Uh, oh no, you're right. They are. They are. They are. Swerve and Dennis. No, you you're spot on. They do come across as sort of uh, Cali type of people, though. I mean, they are from the West Coast after all. Northwest. Still, <laughs> it's the West Coast. But no, look honestly, put all that shit aside, though, vet. Don't you think she actually handled it pretty well? I guess. Not really. I mean, I was kind of impressed by it. But you're right. We're getting another match. I couldn't care less about Edge and Christian again having a match. I would have thought and expected that Christian would have acted like the chicken shit heel and be like, no, I'm not giving you the match at fucking, you know, your typical wrestling 101. But instead, like, I'm not true heel. He accepted. I mean, yeah, cool. Yeah, he accepted, and he's gonna. Yeah, he's he's gonna shut Edge up. You know, basically. Uh, speaking of shutting up, here's uh, Lexi with the tag team champions, um, and they get interrupted by Chris Jericho, uh, who will find a partner because damn it, he I've signed that contract. Feeling. So, dude, I've got a bad feeling. I know it's more than likely gonna be Dolph Ziggler, right? That's what I think deep down. Yeah, I do. I do think that. But don't be surprised if he brings in Enzo Amore, dude. Do not be surprised. That's what I really want. I'd rather no shit Enzo. Because, I mean, think about it. It, it. it tells a story right then and there, bro. You don't have to do nothing. It makes total sense, too, to bring Enzo in. Because, I mean, think about the shock. I mean, you can see so many ways where this can go if they brought Enzo in. Do they think that far ahead? I don't know. But they did mention his name last week more than once, which makes me wonder, could we possibly get Jericho and Enzo versus Big Bill and, uh, you know, the wannabe Rocky and Enzo at this point, Ricky Starks. But I love their promo, dude. I actually like the, the, you know, I'm, well, what do you say again about the guts? Uh, you don't have the guts, yeah, you don't have the guts. <laughs> to, to face us. That made me laugh, bro. Mm -hmm. That's simple. Well, uh, Zane and Liz, uh, seem to expect that it would be Kota Ibushi being his partner since I see that. I see that, but nah, it's too obvious. Why? But then again, it's AEW, you're right, it'll be fucking Ibushi. <laughs> Fucking hell. See, it disappoints me, dude. Yeah. 
It kind of does. I love Ibushi, but let's be real, Vet. He's he's not the same Kota, man. He's he, just not. He's a weirdo now, dude. I know he's always been weird. Now? Yeah, I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, I, I said, I know he's always been weird. But now he's really off with the fairies, bro. There's just something not right about him anymore. Like, he's not the same guy in the ring. He looks weird. His face has even changed. Vet, I mean... Am I tripping? Well, he's fat um, now. That's why. Yeah, that's and why that too. He's he got a, a chubby face. face for crying out loud. Yeah. Like, come on, man. This is not the Ibushi that I, I knew and loved over the years. This is nothing like the same. Are we going to see two fat guys against Big Bill hmm. and Ricky Starks? Really? Come on, man. Bring in Enzo. Yeah, bring in Enzo. Really? Let's see a, come let's on, see a fat guy that. and an even shorter guy. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We've got two short guys in the match, though. Yeah. All good. <laughs> no, I, I would like that. I would like. I would rather see something interesting like that that could get people talking and everything like that. And it for would, anybody bro. thinking, well, like Cold Blooded said, if they censored Flair's promo, they will never bring in Enzo. If they don't bring him in, it'll it'd be for some other reason. Obviously, right. he's uh, you know, and and despite what people think, like, I mean, Enzo's pretty professional. All you got to do is tell him what you want, and he'll do it. It's Absolutely. if if you tell him don't say this, then he won't say it. It's just. You know he's not really that much of a live wire I, but that's the idea people think that and that's good you want people to think that somebody's unpredictable and you know like anything can happen uh it's okay if people think that and then you just never give it to them <laughs> that's fine uh, yeah i know but tell me you wouldn't get it i think it would get a pretty big pop man like right. you know what i mean and I, and I think enzo can go toe-to-toe -to -toe like Aaron says on the mic i don't know if you'd destroy him because Starks is kind of that condescending type of promo type of guy, if you know what I mean. I don't think Starks is the guy to, like, I don't think he could really destroy anybody on the microphone. I think I he's think got Enzo some stuff that he pre-plans he pre out there, and if it doesn't, you know, like, his, his, his comebacks that he's had to improvise against people that kind of went off book and stuff, they're not yeah. exactly, like, the sharpest cuts you know no and it comes across as like a little fucking bitch really the way he says it too man right which is fine since he's a heel right now but right um yeah he's just he's just good compared to how the quality overall of guys that can talk has yeah. fallen over the years it's not Big so time. much but that's fine that's not even a knock on him i'm just saying like whatever you it's AEW, so the two guys that you want to see go to on the microphone back and forth. But it's really they need to have a twenty-five minute tag team championship match. <laughs> it's what, you know that's that's not the best use for those guys in any case. But whatever, man. Uh, we'll see who it is. Could be Fat Ibushi. It could be uh, you know Little Enzo. How you doing, Little? Yeah, how you doing? Yeah, true. Little Enzo, Fat Ibushi. I mean, come on, mm -hmm. it's money right there, right? I mean, maybe he could bring them wrong. both in. Again, bring in Ibushi to fight and Enzo can manage. Whatever. <laughs> Who cares? Hey, I think it would work well for Enzo to be a manager. Is, and also, is it true that um, MLW has signed Riddle? Yeah, I believe that's true. Do you think AEW should actually try to get Riddle? It's too late. MLW signed him. <laughs> How much money would they be paying him? Come on. It don't matter. I mean, Court Bauer doesn't have that type of cash. But whatever, cool. It's a, it's he a signed big deal it for them. You he know did. how MLW is; they'll lock you down in a contract and starve <laughs> <Yeah>. you, bro. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And they have; they've starved a lot of 
talented yeah. guys over there. And Riddle man. started there, so it makes true, sense. True. Like not it not does. not like started started, but like no, the no, first no, time I, I saw you, Matt bro. Riddle was on MLW. So I knew him from USC personally, but um No no, I mean yeah. I mean in pro wrestling. Oh in pro wrestling, right. No, yeah. you're right. Me too, now that I think about it. I mean MLW I saw used on... to have a they used to have a good crew there for a while. They had um they had Shane Strickland, they had um they had Riddle, they had uh uh Low Key, they had um Low Key was a badass man in fucking MLW. I mean he yeah, was they, brutal. That was he was he was one of the best like he was one of my top guys in wrestling when he was doing that run there. His little Dude. Agent forty seven run. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's a shame that he's an actual prick because he kind of he kind of does his own thing. You know what I mean? If he feels like yeah. kicking the shit out of you, he will and doesn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Which is a they shame. The, That's uh, what holds him back. Yeah, well, you know. Um they had the uh the the heart dynasty thing they did uh, with, with Pillman bulldog and teddy you know and, and that's teddy was Pillman actually, actually was teddy cool. was actually showing up for work and doing <laughs> matches yeah. like it was crazy it's like they did that so they had quite a few good guys they had the the dynasty with mjf uh exactly and uh hammerstone. and oh, yeah um, and, hammerstone. and hammerstone and MLW, mlw was pretty good for him they brought in savio vega they had uh la park and his kids dude (laughs) which is not the real la parka or actually it is no he is the real la parka he is the other one but he lost the gimmick right right right. or the name but he still does the yeah he became a fat one is the real one that's the real original the chairman of wcw and the fraud one is the one that passed away not too long ago a couple years Mm -hmm. back or whatever three years ago the the yes. the uh, not the uh, the the actual other La Parca, but LA Park is La Parca, the chairman of WCW back in the day. It's very confusing. It's very. It confusing. is. <laughs> it that's one. Is. That's one drawback to Lucha Libre is like they'll keep gimmicks going even if guys retire or pass away or whatever. They'll they'll change. The, people will stay in the gimmick. It'd be like, the, you know, you know how the WWF did the fake razor, the fake diesel. Oh my god, I'll that was basically that, a Mexican dude. idea. <laughs> but what possessed them? Like now that you brought it up, I've always like wondered why. I know that that was a huge loss to WWF at the time, right? Hall and Nash jumping ship. But god damn it, were they that fucking petty that? God damn it, I want another razor remote and diesel, big yes. daddy fool. Which yes. ended up becoming Kane. Yes, they are that petty. Yes. Oh, God damn. Well, that. And that by they we mean faces. the guy that's not there anymore. Right, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. <laughs> God yeah. damn it. Anyway, enough of my rant. All right. So what what did we learn from this? We learned that um, Enzo is uh, cool and he should be a partner. <laughs> and MLW used to be cool. Um, and uh, yeah, they're trying again. I guess the thing about well, MLW Enzo was that- on MLW too most recently. He was like, recently, that's where he was right. working at. Yeah. So. I don't think he signed there, though, but he was there recently. The thing that lets MLW down, though, and I've always tried to get into MLW, is their production, man. Their production just sucks to me bad. It, and it takes me out of it. It doesn't matter how good their roster is and, and whatnot. It but just you like DCW. Me out of it. I did, because it was different at the time, though, man. But their like, production sucked. It did. Their production but sucked worse then than MLW's does now uh i don't yes. know about that the thing that yes oh come on i mean 
they had the I hate noisy rings, bro. Like on television. That that really irks me. I don't know why. It wasn't as bad because they probably couldn't afford as many mics under the ring or and whatnot. But like seriously, there's a lot going on in ECW. Jimmy's exposing himself, guys. (laughs) Nah. No, really, I mean ECW was just different at the time for me. Sure, I used to shit on the their production, but come about ninety seven once they started doing pay per views. I think they improved a lot more. They even had a better ring. Do you remember when the old ECW back in 95, you know, when they had the red, yellow, and uh, blue ropes, and it just looked like shit in the ECW arena? I hated everything in the ECW arena pretty much, but everything outside of that was much better. And the Hammerstein ballroom uh, events were always special with ECW, dude. Well, my point is you just knocked MLW on their production, but well yeah right i don't know it's just Just, i know i know what you're saying and you got me i exposed myself i get i get it but i don't know i didn't care so much about it then than like i do now here's here's where mlw sucks if they're gonna put mats outside the ring they can't be those little like kindergarten interlocking play mats (laughs) you can't do that either have either have gym mats or just leave the floor bare but don't don't look like you just went to your kindergarten class and took all their play mats and put them outside the wrestling ring okay play mats aren't they the gray ones they use outside of the ring i don't know what they are that's what i never noticed if they're like play mats why are they extra soft do you think you know what i'm talking about those ones that are like the they big have like ones, the little the thick ones? interlocking pieces, yeah, like puzzle yeah, yeah, yeah. pieces. Like puzzle and you just, pieces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just make as many of them as you need to. You buy all yeah, the pieces yeah. and then you lay it out. And they would do that around the ring and it looked like shit. But other than that, um, MLW used to be cool. Way cooler than ECW production-wise. All right. So <laughs> uh, moving on, we get uh, Brody King versus Dale Garcia. And now... You know, I finished my salad long ago, but then I started like looking around for other stuff to eat. Like, what else can I eat? Um, there's no way I'm watching this. Are you kidding me? This is how Bro. you get this. This is how you definitely get me to stop watching the show. Brody King versus Daniel Garcia. So, what the fuck, dude? That's all I'm gonna say. I mean, uh, so now. Danny Garcia is the giant killer, right? Is that is that what's happening? I mean, well, he doesn't so much kill him as he does roll him up. Well, yeah, oh well, yeah. How many roll ups were there? He's the giant roller upper. <laughs> Again, I've said this a million times. I can't stand a little little prick beating big big dudes, man. I don't care if it was like a you know a fluky win and whatnot. This is bullshit, bro. Especially considering that uh, King had everything to to lose and Garcia had nothing to gain. Let's be real, right? And you know what else is frustrating? Does it really... Is it going to make Garcia really? I don't think it will. It'll do nothing for him, dude. And, and, and on top of that, you just buried another big guy in your company. Yeah, but it's Brody King, so it's all right. I know, but still, man. I mean... I can't stand this type of shit. I just can't, man. Okay. Well, did it change your mind when the lights went out (laughs) and then the House of Black showed up in the ring getting their revenge on Daniel Garcia for rolling him up? (sighs) But have no fear because FTR was here also. (laughs) 
That's right. <laughs> dash dashing and cash cash oh. and run down. <laughs> yes. Make the save. We haven't said that in a while, actually, but I like it. Cash cashed yeah. in and Dax Daxon. God Dax, damn Dax, it, man. Yeah. So House of Black is going to be uh, buried in the black. Soon. Black Blackson. <laughs> black Blackson. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Buddy Buddyson. Buddy Buddyson oh. and Malachi Malikson. <laughs> Malachi Malikson. <laughs> oh, God. Buddy Butterson. Buddy hey, Butterson. Butterson. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, pal. Butter. Yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway, you can keep, these guys can all kiss their AEW uh, careers. Goodbye. Yeah, after they waited to uh, get their revenge for them burning a printout of uh, his, his family. <laughs> I forgot about that. You're yeah. right. That's hard, right, we bro. Get the, we get the match made. We get the match made. That's the important thing. <laughs> Dax Daxon makes the match. You know what, dude? You would have thought... Uh, uh, again... I know it's just a picture and they burnt it, but clearly FTR uh, uh, wasn't uh, that hurt. Uh, a printout of a picture. A, a printout of a, of a picture. But clearly it didn't bother FTR that much, right? I mean, really, did it look like they were that pissed off? No. But they exactly. had time to think about it. You can't, you know. Oh, all week. It's all hard to, to the stay point. mad that long. You ever tried to stay true. mad for a week? It's tough. It's, heck, it's hard to remember that they burnt Right. a piece of paper i mean yeah he had to immediately realize remember when they did that and then they ran backstage like they were gonna go <laughs> yeah. get him and then and nothing they probably got back there and they're like wait a minute they just burned a piece of paper what do we care <laughs> and then they just probably got in the car and went home that's all right next you know what they're gonna do to hurt cash cashton and dax daxon they're gonna get ftr voodoo dolls right because mm. you know they're the house of black and then they're gonna get like a pin and they're gonna like stab him and it's the, gonna cause get injuries. the revival action figures off of uh, <laughs> clearance at WWE shop. No, 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 no. That's after the fact. They be they get revived and then they become oh. the revival. You see? Oh, yeah. That's storytelling one hundred and one right there, Vic. Come on. They're so <laughs> mad they resigned. Oh, they, <laughs> if they had hindsight, right? Honestly, if they knew that Punk, I think they resigned because of Punk, Julie. So if they saw if they saw the future. Right now, they don't seem happy. Do they look happy? They're just going with the motions, dude. They're just doing their thing. And we know with the House of Black, these guys, other than King, came out publicly, and I'm, and I'm looking at Buddy and uh, Malachi Malikson, right? They both came out publicly and said, they don't want to be part of this company anymore, dude. They said that. They literally said that, but they signed long-term contracts like dumbasses, and here we are. I mean, got to be careful when you sign something. Oh, well. You can't just, you can't take every piece of paper and burn it. (laughs) That's true. Unfortunately, they they wish they could do it to their uh, contracts, like you said. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that is frozen. All right, did we, did we lose us again? There we go, you're back, you're back. Okay. I said... I was uh I was waiting for the Keith Lee match, but I think everybody was really waiting for this match, okay? Which Ooh. is a uh, dark sky. Oh yes, dark heart. <laughs> uh, maybe this should be called um, Heart of Darkness. 
shirts. How about that? <laughs> hey, How about that for hey, the team? I like it. Print up the shirt. Print it out. Yeah, right five percent commission. Um, <laughs> versus the living dead girl and the half dead girl. Um, <laughs> hey, see that storytelling right there. TK's saw that. He saw that, it. and he's like, "Bang, you're getting it." We're gonna Jimmy. do you're this. We got it's zombies all, all around. All the cart. Sometimes there's yeah, a no. a full course uh, menu. There's here. substance, bro. There's substance here. It makes yeah. sense totally. Yeah. So a lot of evil in this match, um, and a, a lot, lot of, of ass. <laughs> a lot of ass. Everybody had their ass out in this, basically. <laughs> Even Abaddon, you know. It, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's not the top of ass that. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but um but yeah so you know the match was you know it was pretty good I, I didn't really again i didn't really pay attention as much i wasn't you know what i was doing huh i literally was setting up for for this show right now for, at that point <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was like um, yeah no thanks well they they did work uh they did work a hot tag which was good when rosa came in the the crowd you know a decent pop so they did that part right, um, you know, and the baby's up, you know, is a, is a good good match. Sounded like a good match. <laughs> it sounded like a good match. Did did the uh, heart of darkness? They didn't win the match. I know they actually didn't win. And uh, so is Abaddon and Thunder Rosa now a tag team? Is that what's happening? Maybe. So what are they going to call themselves? The the dead undead um twins the living i don't undead. know <laughs> the living undead <laughs> i mean that's only AEW could come up with some stupid like that right or me. i mean come on or, or or the vet that's true the living undead whatever that means are they dead or are they living vet i mean what are they well they're living undead yeah that's they're living say. undead like <laughs> i guess they're not quite uh... they're not quite <laughs> they're not quite dead they're not quite living but man <laughs> uh, so to answer your question what do you call know. that what do you call they're not quite yeah. dead but they're not quite i don't know well they are dead oh, i have I no know. idea but whatever i don't know as long as their asses are out it's fine <laughs> and you know it what wins. thank god last week i felt like thunder rosa looked kind of chunkier she has put on weight but she looked good actually to the on the eyes that is ah like liz said She's got it. The comatose. I mean, yeah. The Why comatose. not? <laughs> I well, like they seem it. very lively for two dead people. They do. They do. That's so. true. So they're not comatose. Then they're not really in the coma. You know what I'm saying, Liz? I mean, right. they're not exactly zombies. They're not really dead, but there's something. There's something. They're just not yes. as dark as calm. dark. <laughs> Heart of darkness. <laughs> The heart of darkness can you believe they haven't thought of that name yet there's probably some legal issues with the estate of francis ford coppola but <laughs> you uh, really uh, i don't know no all right so the main event is uh eddie kingston and andrade so this is Ooh. both these guys tournament life on the line yep eddie kingston wins i i remember what i said do you does anyone remember what i said I'm telling you, I know everyone's thinking Moxley and Danielson is going to be the finals. It's going to be Moxley and... Oh, wait a minute. Who's... Uh, is Danielson now facing Kingston, isn't he? Yep. Okay. And 
they started out with uh danielson beating kingston the first round here i'm telling you i'm gonna be right it's gonna be moxley and fucking and and kingston in the finals and kingston's gonna win man mark my fucking words i've said it you all said i was wrong but i'm gonna Kingston's be right it's gonna be the first triple crown yes yes Good. because look at him yes look at him I mean, <laughs> Come on, that's AEW written on. I'm proud of him. He, he lived his dream to win a Japanese-style championship. Oh, isn't he great? I mean, come on. Ain't he great? Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's E-D-D-I-E. Ha-ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And um, Jerome says in the chat, and thank you for joining us, Jerome, Danielson is somehow going to get hurt again. For sure. Yeah. That'll be his excuse. It's like, bulb. this is probably what happened. He's like, okay, look. I'm going to put Eddie Kingston over, but I'm going to make myself look crippled. So it looks like that's the only way that he could have beat me. And I'll still almost beat him the whole time. I'll basically kick his ass the whole match and let him slip over on me. Uh, so that, and, and it'll make it look like even in my crippled state, I could basically almost beat Eddie Kingston. That's what I'll do. I'm telling kind of you, a man, dick move, but it is a dick uh, move, but yeah, still. whatever it's, it's fine. Um, but yeah, so that's that's that. Or, or, how about this, Jimmy? What Please. if it's Jay White and Eddie Kingston? Because remember, I love that, who, but it might happen. Who got who got Eddie Kingston, or or who got Jay White kicked out of New Japan? True, true. I mean, I, again, this story right there. But this guy Tony doesn't think like he's retarded bro i mean or does he <laughs> well i hope he proves me wrong but so far for nearly five years he just he comes across as a bit uh yeah not all there yeah well you you can't i mean look what what is a good match given what we've had so you on one side you have swerve mox and jay on the other side you have danielson and kingston so what's the dream match that you want to see well, you know, if it was up to me, if I was booking this shit, which I wouldn't have even done in the first place, but if I was, um, I would actually have Jay White win the whole damn thing, first of all, one. Two, it would have been Swerve and Jay White for me in the finals. Only because either one of them, I'd be happy. Like, well, to win. They, can't be, they can't be in the finals. They have to I know, win. it's impossible now. But I'm saying if it was me booking this whole thing, I would have had them two. Why do we need friggin moxley danielson heck even friggin kingston give the fucking other guys a chance to fucking carry the company man because these guys i'm sorry but they're failing all right the, the the ratings keep going lower and lower and lower right every week no one gives a shit about the no shit it kind of feels like you know like when hogan or the click were running things and always winning right Danielson, Moxley, and Castagnoli, to a lesser extent, they seem to be hogging the spotlight all the time, dude. Heck, you don't even see the Bucks around these days, and Kenny's injured anyway. So let's just have... I've always said, let's reset this damn company right now in terms of story storylines and, and whatnot. Clearly, Disco felt the same way, and then uh, Tony fully attacked him, for example, on Twitter. But I truly think if they had done a reset and just admit, okay, look, it's a mess. We fucked up. 
We're going to reset all the freaking storylines and start fresh again. I wouldn't be mad at that, dude, because the, everything's a mess right now, dude. Wait, that you wouldn't be mad at? I wouldn't because at this point, how much worse can it get? Well, don't answer that. Yeah, it's true. No, but if they did that, then you'd be like, oh, so you guys admit that you sucked. And then everybody was shit on them for resetting it. Like everybody shits on AEW for everything they do. So that's where we're at. Well, it's too late. Yeah, well, that's it. It's on them. It is the culture and they're going to have to wear it because either way, they're going to get shit on. So just take it like a man, Tony. God. And it's true. How much worse can this shit get? I mean, really? Yeah, it can, it can get a lot worse than this, but that's fine. Um, it's clearly uh, it's clearly that's the direction we're headed. We're headed in um, in the direction where Tony Khan will probably end up closing the company uh, because everybody was so mean to him. I can so. see that, dude. No shit. I can truly see him doing that and actually blaming everybody giving shit because i mean let's be real vet his nervous breakdown is unfolding in front of our very eyes on twitter in these press conferences he needs to shut his friggin mouth at this point stop doing your press conferences if you're going to still do that shit don't even show up man because he people ask him a question vet. it's like saying i ask you for example so who do you think will win right and then you go on a tangent about everything else but who's gonna win that's what he does dude and it's like i didn't ask you that i didn't i don't want to know what you're talking about why are you even saying that then he doesn't stop talking dude for a good hour and then he hugs everybody for crying out loud i mean who does that shit bro i mean come on i mean snap out of it man have a slim gym or something i don't know do something, man. Just stop talking. Just he, Someone's got to pull him aside and tell him, stop with your f- social media shit. I know you give me shit for arguing with, with some of these idiots, right? But I know when to like back away. This guy just gets provoked, 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 and has to always say something, dude. And you wonder why he gets provoked, right? The more you keep responding to these fools, the more people are going to keep attacking but he doesn't get it. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I guess we'll just have to see who's going to win this Continental Classic. <laughs> it's going to be Kingston, Vet. I'm telling you, and everybody that doubted me, you'll see, uh, you'll see I'll, I'll be right. I don't know, man. It just felt that way because it's telling his story, right? He's the underdog that no one takes serious, but he's going to prove everybody wrong, and he's going to win the secondary championship of a dying, dying, if not dead, promotion. And whatever this new belt, continental bullshit belt, bullshit shit that it is. We don't need any more belts, man, but we're getting more. Heck, we've even got a women's ring of honor TV championship now, vet. Yeah, More belts. people started complaining about that before it even got officially unveiled. Well, why? Well, why do we need a television women's championship, bro? Like, really, why? Well, I would say the same thing that I would say to anybody else who complained about it. What do you uh, care? You ain't watching it. 
Well, I am watching. So you now, so now oh, we complain yeah, about right. stuff we're not even going to watch. <laughs> like you just heard that they're going to get a belt, and you're like, "Fuck you guys and all your belts!" Like, I'm sorry, but even you can't even go a la carte on this shit, bro. Like, really, man? Come on. No, How many belts can. are in? You can. Well, no, really though. How many belts? I've lost count, dude. I can't even count them right now. But between Ring of Honor and AEW, and I'm going to say they're the same company because all I see is Ring of Honor shit in AEW. Sure, I don't watch the Ring of Honor show, but I don't need to because I'll get it in AEW anyway. I so mean, what was your question? How many belts? Yeah, how many belts? See, I've done a TK then. How many know. belts all up truly? I mean, we've got three women's championships, I think, between... No, four women's championships between both companies there's even rumors of a tag women's tag belts even starting soon which i guarantee probably will happen i'm just done there's two sets of six men trios championships soon we're going to get the escalera uh suicida championship i mean come on man we even get uh triple oh in fucking rampage every week that's become the lucha show now i mean we, we've got semen a real life semen wrestling every friday night bro you know he looks like the semen on dreamcast you know that vent and i'm talking about el he el vikinga ahigo whatever the fuck his name is to me he's el semen vikingo i mean think about it he's a viking right semen goes hand in hand makes sense absolutely come on and you know it's true he does look like a seaman uh, <laughs> you come on he does he really does he's a floating head with a tail <laughs> you sega dreamcast fans you be the judge does vikingo look like seaman <laughs> believe it or not there's not many people that know it that's why i popped when you knew it but um yeah Come on, tell me when I'm telling lies, guys. If you know what semen is, and if you don't look it up, and you understand what I mean. <laughs> That's right. Anyway. And remember, enough, Jimmy has an Australian accent, so you're going to have to make sure you check the spelling on that. <laughs> Wait a well, minute. It's spelled the same, all right? <laughs> well, well. so I guess this kind of brings our uh, airing grievances of AEW edition of Wreckage to a close here. Um but pissed, for this bro. episode of Collision, what grade are we going to give? If it's anything higher than an F, I'll be shocked. <laughs> Guess what? It is or a, a two F. Or a T well. for Jimmy T's going to throw <laughs> this company out. I'm done, bro. I'm done. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm old. Done. I'm tired. And Jimmy's I watch children wrestle every week, dude. Jimmy's done with, he's done reviewing <laughs> AEW, guys. Oh, that's, man. That's how many, let's see one two three three less pwc shows now <laughs> no but get this dude it's funny we get shit uh haven't you seen oh because you're not on facebook but for example rbv would be like man poor guys the vet fucking me and you know increase these poor guys have to review AEW every week and, and everyone laughs because it's true bro the more you watch this shit the more crazy you get man and the more I watch it. I just want to like grab TK and literally like choke him out. But uh, unfortunately, I can't. So, in saying that, it's another F. That's two Fs this week for AW Television. I think that's the first time I've given two Fs. 
on Christmas yeah. too. I don't give a give fuck. Give an F for Christmas. That's another F. No, fuck them, Ben. Um, yeah. Right. They're frustrating, bro. There's another F there for you. Frustrating. Well, for those of you who did not watch Collision, it's going to sound like they actually did something bad or different on this show than they always do. Because Jimmy's just had it. He's done. He's cracked. It's over for Jimmy. His brain broke. Uh, but for me, this was... I'm going to give this one a... Man, is there a C... Is there something between a C and a C plus? Is there like a... Like a... Like a C point seven five or something like just the vertical line of the plus instead of the minus like can i get like a, a hangman line yeah like something like that it was a c um you know the even though i wasn't really watching it it sounded good it, it uh, the matches <laughs> sounded entertaining um thunder rosa came back for the first action she's seen in a while in a wrestling ring uh <laughs> We, we, got a, we got a big we got a big boy match with um with keith lee and brian cage that was pretty good so if you like big boy matches they did some impressive stuff in that uh, and uh they had a match where four chicks asses were hanging out um i don't know i don't know what else they could have really sure you got the uh the uh, action martins in there but at least the acclaimed was finally back on tv in a match how long has it been since the acclaimed been on tv in a match like actually been it's been over 40 days since they defended those belts according to kevin kelly that's a long ass time it is they should have had it stripped by now because you know yeah but uh but. so we got all kinds of stuff on this episode of Collision, and while none of it was particularly amazing, uh, nothing was really nothing really stunk, um, you know. And, uh, and Collisions had some real bad episodes the past few weeks. Uh, ever since Punk is gone, Collision has had at least three or four segs per show that were just the absolute drizzling shits. Look like Ring of Honor wouldn't even have like, hey. Put that shit on collision man this is ring of honor we don't do that here like that's how bad these <laughs> things were and uh and this show didn't have any of those so jimmy's just uh in a grinchy mood but it was actually i think a good c show um so that's 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 my grade my grade's a c d wow well i should see myself out of this one then bet because uh no nah, look man Maybe because I'm tired, bro. It's Christmas for me. It's Christmas for you guys tomorrow. And AW, when you're tired, when you're fucking tired, bro, and watching that crap, it can drive you a little fucking nuts. But uh, <laughs> thanks, Jerome. Because I did. I hope they do get ruined for Christmas, as a matter of fact. Oh, God. He's still he back on them. You're, now you're saying everybody's <laughs> Christmas gets ruined there for no reason. <laughs> Screw them all. But anyway, insane that bit. You know what? Let's take it home, man. So, after this wreckage that we just sifted through, tell them where they can find you, man. All right. Well, you can find me at Opinion Haver on all your favorite social media platforms: uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, those other ones. Um, the ones that I don't use, the ones that I do use: Twitch.tv/slash Opinion Haver. That could be social media, or it's a streaming platform where you'll probably see me in oh, I don't know, 15 minutes or so. Then um, you can also find me every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern. 
uh, for the next level wrestling review with big ray hernandez where we talk about another childish wrestling show but it's just bad for all different reasons um then you can watch uh, brandon and myself uh talk about the company that's supposed to be uh changing to back to tna but they announced it too early so now they've had six weeks of treading water and clip shows and basically everything but uh just trying to say man why did we announce that name change so early um but uh yeah that's gonna be another fun episode that you can watch live on christmas uh at least as of now uh 6 30 p.m pacific 9 30 p.m eastern if you want to join us live for the impact attack uh, and we'll, uh, they, they're doing a year end of awards and we're inviting you guys to, you know, come to the chat. And if you're not too busy, it's Christmas night and also we understand, but if you're not too busy, you want to stop by and put your picks for best, whatever wrestler of 2023 for impact or, you know, and if it's not moose, then just don't bother showing up. Don't, don't vote <laughs> if it's anything but moose, but, um, but yeah, come come by and let us know what what are, what are your picks for best of 2023, um, and anything else you guys want to talk about because it's not going to take long to go over that show. So once again, 6:30 p.m. Pacific, 9:30 p.m. Eastern for the Impact Attack with myself and Brandon, Christmas edition. Then, um, you know, uh, what else going on? We always got. Um, you can check me out on the Monday locker room from this week. Ben and I went over the uh, stories of the week and had some interesting and fun conversations there, like we always do. And you can check out. Um, oh, wrestling with Rip Rogers. Speaking of interesting conversations, they just had as their special guest this week. They had Dan Matha, who you may remember from his time in NXT, and Stephen P. New. That's right, the lawyer for Jim Cornette, <laughs> the lawyer that took care of CM Punk and Ace Steel. In, in the NDA brawl out whatever whatever Snavitz Wembley gimmick thing um, Stephen P. Newen you've heard the theme song and you've heard about him so much and it's funny because they even talked on that episode they were talking about how uh, people didn't think he was a real lawyer because they thought he was just another character on Jim Cornette's show uh, so good good uh, good talk with longtime wrestling fan Stephen P. New and former NXT uh, prospect who's coming back pretty soon, Dan Matha. Uh, and uh, let's see. Um, yeah, there's that. And then, of course, everything else they've been doing. God, they had the Mark Henry interview. They had the Les Thatcher and uh, Dave Marquez interview. They had uh, a bunch of interviews I'm forgetting. They had uh, a, a they steel. Had, a, a st- yeah, of course, a steel. And then they also had, um, who else did they have like a little while ago? They had... Oh, Bobby Fulton was on there. Did some stuff with them from the Fantastics, Bobby Fulton. That's a throwback um, right there. Yeah, so many good, good, fun stories and, and interesting stuff that they do over there. So Wrestling with Rib Rogers, go check that channel out. Give him a follow. Um, and check out Stevie Richards. He's doing all kinds of stuff. Uh, you know, putting out videos, wrestling videos, fitness videos, tech videos. And uh, he'll be doing it all over brand new again in 2024. He's got like, he's already redesigning his studio and getting a bunch of stuff set up. So, man, it's just a lot of stuff going on right now. And uh, we invite you to uh, be a part of all of it. Absolutely, man. And Stevie's killing it, dude. He's rejuvenated. And I love seeing him, man. So, shout out to Stevie. Shout out to Rip Rogers. Shout out to all of the HMG family. And, of course, Channel Attitude family also. 
But in saying that, if you want to follow me on the X or the Twitter, you can at DJ Mass Effects and you can follow us at the PWC Network. Like and subscribe right here at channelattitude.com with five bucks. Not only do you get the realest talking pro wrestling, but also the best. And at the pwcnetwork.pobbing.com where you can find all our other shows and our minmediagroup.pobbing.com for all our affiliate shows. And I think that's a wrap, Vet. But before we do go, I just want to wish everybody in the chat and everyone who listens to us a very merry, happy Christmas, I guess. And also, and a happy new year, in case I forget to say that also, because that's also around the corner. And thank you to everybody that's joined us. I mean, we got a lot, man, from Revamp Wrestling, uh, Zane Vicious, Retro Rocket Review, Elizabeth, even Kevin Murray made a little appearance saying happy or Merry Christmas. And Retro Rocket saying, Jimmy T, we appreciate you. And AEW does not thank you, my friend. And uh, Jerome Hall, Elizabeth, and wow, man, the hubby or cheer. There's, there's probably more. And if I've missed you guys, I'm sorry, but god damn it, cold blooded, don't long chat. Cold oh, yes, yeah, cold blooded, of course. And Sonic yep. the Hedgehog, and Jinder Mahal was here. Scott Woodford, and Jinder, was here. Scott Woodford, man, we, we had everybody. The whole crew was Aaron Ben Shlomo. Did we say Aaron Ben Shlomo also? And Facebook user, whoever you are, saying Triple H Facebook Tanahashi, user, our greatest <laughs> yeah. fan. Oh, and the comic king, Todd Brantley. Yeah, our greatest fan, actually. <laughs> Facebook user, the mysterious Facebook user. So, in saying that, I am Jimmy T. That is the vet, Jamie Williams. And you've been listening and watching the special season beatings edition of the Saturday Night Wreckage. Merry Christmas, and we're out. In the words, in the words of the great AEW talent, <laughs> Stokely Hathaway, Merry Christmas, ho. 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 <laughs> oh. ho ho ho. Peace. Heard throughout the gutter, reaches gangs and some dope Cause those who ain't able to get it, I can finally get it. Cause the ghetto Santa Claus sprinkle the hood. Now we born and live into a new year. A better thing. Celebrate with some champagne. Ha ha. Now on the first day of Christmas, my homeboy gave to me. Sack of that crazy glue and told me to smoke it up slowly. Now, on the second day of Christmas, my homeboy gave to me a fifth of hen dog and told me to take my mind off that weed. Now, by the third day of Christmas, my big homeboy gave to me a whole lot of everything and it wasn't up a game to me. Back then, you woke up to the sound, I saw mama kissing Santa, made you reminisce on the old fashioned Christmas days. Kiss a fat man jolly with joy, down your chimney with toys for little girls and boys. Pumped up, I jumped up before the sun peeked in and hoped to catch a Santa Claus creeping down my hall. Went to the window, put my eyes to the sky to see if I could see the sleigh that parlay and push the fat guy. I sigh, ain't no sign, but everything under this tree in my house is mine. My bike that and this plastic nine to do fine till next year come. I try to see the same thing, they got his brainwashed up. And when you find it ain't no Santa Christmas, still mean a lot, cause it's the time to get together and give all you got. You got food, good moods, and what's better than together with your people? Swear wishes, give a toast by the tree, it's Merry Christmas. On the ceiling, Jack Frost chilling. Pinch the Grinch for being a holiday villain. Season's greetings, 
All the proceeds are brought to you by the church house where we'll be eating Chestnuts roasting on the open fire Singing my jingle where it's Chris Kringle I didn't cop and I ain't even shout I even stayed in the house when the homies tried to sneak me out Now all I want for Christmas is my six-fold Chevrolet And a granddaughter for her grandmother Beverly Ain't that something? Nah, ain't that nothing? How it's Christmas time? And my rhyme steady bumping. Everybody happy, hair still nappy. Gonna steal a gift from my old grandpappy. Catch me giving out turkeys at the church house. Don't try to work me, just stand in line and everything gonna be fine. Holla at your folks, boys, going down. Ain't no helps from no elves, just a dog pan. And we passing our gifts. Blazing up splits, Christmas on the road. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Santa Claus. I believe 76 was the year Girls and boys full of joy with the season cheer Smell the sky, hella pies and cakes getting baked To be ate after everything gone off your plate But wait, not the night, it's straight beans and rice On the table, are we able to receive tonight? I wonder what the morn bringing so it's hard to doze off Three o'clock in my socks, I crack the dough so Hoping when I open the door, I see Santa. Now who the hell is this in this blue bandana? Messing with the boxes that's up under the tree. Look like Santa Claus that crossed into a woman to me. Now I'm coming to see the whole picture get clearer. How we have less as x mess get nearer. Mirror, mirror, please, it seems I've been deceived. And thanking Saint Trick for the gifts I received. So I freak back and act like I ain't even peeped it. This'll be me and mom's private seat. Santa Claus is coming straight to the ghetto. Santa Claus is coming straight to the
We mad as fuck when they say she scream for me Ay, big zoo up with these niggas should be The 
PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.